You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take one. Knock, knock. Who dis? Stephen and Dana, and we can't believe you thought I fucking podcast. podcast. We're so glad you're listening to it. We would never listen to it. I don't even want to listen to it to edit it. I don't even want to wake up in the morning. Stephen and Dana, and we're in the room. I've always been partial to pink. Oh, Hi, everyone. Rich. Isn't it rich? Fun fact, I'm allergic to pears. In my crossword is a clue, pear, comma, like a pear. P-A-R-E, comma, like a P-E-A-R. Peas? Is it a vegetable? Is it peas? Any of our listeners who listen to Ellen Ellen DeGeneres will know what that is. A lot has just happened today. Before we started recording this, Correct. a lot has happened. Correct. <laughs> Welcome to episode 002 with <gasps> Natalie Joy Johnson. Yes, back the hell out of her way. Get the hell out. Is it get the hell or back the hell? Get the hell out of You know, Natalie, sometimes it's both. I just got a new roommate and I accidentally belted that the other day and he goes are you belting legally blonde so it's gonna work out this is good then i came over and ended his life he met steven just now it was something to be so dana's looking for a new roommate (laughs) oh i really lucked out he's taking a shower right now so he can't hear us what so we recorded this episode um Back at the end of April. Yes. I was about to leave town, and Natalie's going to be a frequent correspondent. Chorus. She's frequently in our room. We are frequently in her room. She really has no other choice. Yeah. Um, We're like, we're coming over. She's like, great. She is the the link that connected these two. Kind of. She never did an. uh, She never did a formal intro, but without her, I would have no idea who you are. Correct. Period. Same. There's no if ands or buts about She's it. She's the link, and God bless it. Honey, I love a good link. Anyway, thank you for joining us. This is yeah. episode two. Uh, Natalie Joy Johnson will reveal herself 
in this and subsequent episodes. Subsequent, yes. Um, she's one of my favorite people in New York City. She's my chosen family. She is my 3 a.m. friend, because I know she's awake. She's a juicy... Couture. Uh, talented. She's spicy. She gives approximately zero fucks. She has more sequins and beads than a sequin and bead store. Wow. You heard it here, folks. Uh, we are recording this. What is today? The 16th of July, 2017. A palindromic date. Explain yourself. Um, a palindrome is something that reads the same forwards and backwards. So seven one six one seven reads the same. This whole week, <gasps> Melissa and Lynn Keel pointed out. I knew that one day was palindromic, but she pointed out that all of the days. Of I this need a week, paper bag. Melissa and Lynn Keel. Melissa Lynn Keel. The sex is in the keel, honey. Melissa Lynn. This is so Natalie Joy Johnson specific. Yeah. Anyway, this is the Natalie Joy Johnson episode. The first of many. First of many. She's great. She's she should actually have this job over me. coming to my room. You're sitting in my newly painted freaking living newly room. Newly renovated. Honey. 125th Harlem. Honey, that's because mm. there was a waterfall that came in through the fucking ceiling and Scampi Just and I had stick to, to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. I mean, they literally showed up and we're doing hologram dancing in the window. TLC. Scampi and I were in the hotel for like five days. It was crazy that the paint is up and the Things are back on the wall, and we're just trying to press on. It's gorgeous. I can still smell the fresh paint. The china had never been used. Titanic was called the ship of dreams. And it was. It really was. Didn't the old lady... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shouldn't laugh. I think I've done it again. Yeah, that. BT Dubs. That's what I wanted to do. BT Dubs, Titanic. I literally just read an article today um, (laughs) where there was, like, some Reddit theory at the end of, like, well, seriously, though, like, that plank was big. Why didn't Rose let Jack up on the plank? Oh, yeah, they've done, like... They did, like, they literally proved it. Like Because BuzzFeed, here's the thing. I love BuzzFeed, but then sometimes I hate it. Because I think sometimes their articles are very funny and, like, they're hilarious. And some of those quizzes pique my attention. But then some of them... Particularly when you're in them. Sure, particularly when I'm in them. Um, But sometimes I hate the quizzes because it's, like... It's so (sighs) obvious. Like, if I click this, I'll get this Well, hey, man, let it out! Pick your pizza toppings and we'll tell you how old you are. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) No, you won't. That's not a thing. But you did it. How old were you? I was 17 and I picked pineapple. (laughs) Yes. Um, But seriously, I hate those. Like, the ones that you're like, 
but this isn't real at all. At least fucking like give it to me in a clever, sure. kind of engaging way that makes me feel like I can maybe actually take a screenshot of this and keep it for future reference, which I have done on a few of them, like the one that I took recently for how high should you be on 420, and my result was super fucking high. So I did have. Is this there any up. other Answer. level? I don't know, but I mean, I know that I know what. Answers I chose. I featured you in the Scan Man on BuzzFeed once. You did. You did. You were the, the, the header image. When somebody shared that link, it was your crotch and your American Apparel cardigan. And then it, we were the final image as well before we were featured. Yes. Save the best for last. Da, yeah. da, 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 and da, blank. Da, da. Yeah. Anyway, hi guys. Thanks for coming to my room. Hi. Um, so this is Natalie Joy Johnson. Um, who are you? What do you do? Well, you know, I'm a really proud mother to my almost seven-year-old Stamps. He is just a delight and is sitting in my lap right now. He's a uh, Maltese, Yorkie, aka Morkie mix, and he's the dream of dreams. Um, yeah, so I'm stamping it up in Harlem, living that dream eight shows a week in Kinky Boots. Yes. 2013 Tony Award. Friend of the podcast. They don't know it. Their marketing department certainly doesn't know it. Their legal team <laughs> can't wait to find out. I mean, they, yes. Wait, Iris Rayner Dart follows us on Twitter. She does. Follows the podcast. She does. That's amazing. I know. We. I lost my shit. Who else? Who else is the most famous person other than Iris and me? Obviously, that follow you on Twitter. Okay, except you Although don't I, because I, you haven't logged into. I was Twitter. gonna actually say, I think I follow you on Instagram. Show me the retweets. <laughs> I follow you on Instagram. I fucking hate Twitter. Oh fuck you, Twitter. I just don't. I never go on there. This podcast I never is read not it. sponsored by Twitter. Yeah, it's clearly not. But if it was, you know what? I'm allowed to have a disagreeing point of view. I'm not one of the two hosts. So Twitter it's twin fine. him. Honey, it's fine. Twitter. I just, uh, I don't get it. I'm yes, not into it. I don't do it. I'm a Facebook. I know maybe it's because I'm fucking old, but I am a Facebook. I like to see the pictures. I like to comment on the things. When have did an article. Facebook become the barometer by which we measure the old and the young? Well, because apparently people Because when we Snapchat. got it, we needed a .edu email address <laughs> mm-hmm. in order to sign up. I didn't have that. I didn't get my first cell phone until the year I graduated from college and went on a national tour and was like, I literally need a cell phone so I can call my parents. No, it was a Maryland number. Do you still have your same phone number from your very first cell phone? No. Do you? I've had seven phone numbers. I've had 800 phones and have lost Mm. all of them. Really? Oh, yeah. Are you a phone user? I'm I'm kind of an everything user, like glasses... Um, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a loser. I misplace things. Really? Yeah. Is it because of this? Sometimes. Okay. I think sometimes. Anyway, I get that. Woo! Um, okay, so... We weren't on any other topic, but... Kinky hi. Boots, hi. Yeah, we're saying, yeah. hi, who are you? But I want to back up. So you said you're in Kinky Boots. Let's rewind. You moved to New York to be an actress. Sure. You went, what to, was you your went first? to school where? Where did you graduate? Um, graduate? Yeah, I grew up in Baltimore. Um, shout out, Baltimore, Ellicott City. What, what? Um, and then I went to college at Mary Washington College, which is now the University of Mary Washington in Hempstead, Virginia. 
four years, right? He was graduated in 2000, went on the non-equity tour of Godspell. Yeah, you did. With the likes of The Dream, Kevin Smith Kirkwood. That's where we, like, met and fell in love. And, you know, that was amazing, doing that show with him. But, like, we had such a fun company and such a tight group. And uh, actually, I mean, we were pretty fierce. Christopher Catelli, Tony Award winning, was our choreographer, and a Tony Award winning and Grammy winning Alex Lacamoire mm-hmm. was our musical director. So like, and like Scott fucking Schwartz directed it. It was cute. It was very cute. Like here I am, like fucking twenty two, and Stephen Schwartz is is coming to rehearsal, and you know things sure. are happening. That's insane. Yeah, it was really. How cool. long did you do that for? Nine months. So you yeah. do that. You land back in New York. Land back in New York, yeah. And then um, I was going to do the national tour of Chicago, not equity, uh, to play Mama Morton at the like young age of 23. Mm-hmm. Um, and still not old enough for that part. One day! One day! One day more! It's going to happen. Happen sometime, maybe this time. Uh, but that was the part. Anyway, um, yes, I was going to go out and do that. And then I found out that I had a uh, injury, a vocal injury, because, you know, going from doing a show, you know... For both. For eight performances over three weekends, like you do in college, to doing eight in a week uh, was... Well, you, know, you, were, you were bless big, the Lord, my soul. Yeah, yeah. Which is a sprouty. <laughs> bless the Lord, that fucking E, which forever haunts me. But mm-hmm. Dinky boots and a polo leather tight. Every single night. I'm like, okay, girl, let's do this. Is that an E or is that an F? No, no. Go off like dynamite. Dynamite's an F. Thank you, Stephen Aremus. Thank you. But actually, thank you because of having to sing this score, I have to fucking know how to do it. So I can now. That's good. Um, Anyway, yeah, vocal injury, super traumatic, very sad, scary, frightening, all those things. Got the surge. Made it out on the other side. Worked at Ellen Stardust Diner. <laughs> oh, shout out to all those kids. Oh yeah, the and things have gotten crazy over there. Apparently, <sighs> yeah, apparently uh, things have gotten crazy over there. But that place is insane, and you know it was also really fun, and we made a shit ton of money. So there you go. Good. Yeah. And then in comes Bear, a pop opera. Bear, pop opera, two thousand four. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. So that was amazing. God, I love that show so much. Me too. Uh, we really had such a that cast, that whole company. We really just had such a special bond and such a good experience. I remember listening to it in college, and it was like 100%. such a. That's crazy. What the little sam- the little CD sampler that's kind of. I think I so. have the sampler. I have an illegal bootleg recording. Of our production? of you in the play. It's such a well, cult, you're clearly going to have to send that to me. Huh? Like cult <laughs> off-Broadway musical. Yeah. Yeah. It was the amazing. originated My role f- of... favorite Imagine. thing, and this is like after knowing you and listening to it as an adult and like having a better understanding of music and things and being able to hear parts. Who I am as a human. Your crazy vibrato at the end of one. I'm literally going to kill you because Michael Hammerstrom... Wait, Michael Hammerstrom and you are going to have a full text him. You need to have a whole combo because he legit, he legitimately 
um, makes so much fun of me because it literally, there is a moment where I've been giving you straight tone and then I lean full into the vibrato realness. And it, it is crazy. I, I, will, I will agree. I will own up to the... Oh, it's it, my favorite thing. It's very intense, but he literally makes so much fun of me. And of course, the two of you would have similar opinions about that one very specific vocal choice. I love you both and you can both go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, is it? Am I allowed to say fuck, by the way? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's a little too late, 100%. but. <laughs> um, so, yeah, blah, blah. There, that was amazing. Best time. John Hill, Adam Fleming, and Michael Arden, Caitlin Hopkins, Jenna Lee Green, Damon, Kristen. I mean, there was. It was, it was made. Yeah, that show is a very special and specific Ramelda. Ramelda. It was Isaac Halpito. Sasha I mean, Allen. Mike Cannon. Honey, it was, <laughs> Kay Trinidad. It was, uh, it was, it was really, really, it was really so fun and so awesome. Sure. And how long did that run for? Oh, girl, a month. I think it was Wait, like what? five weeks. Yeah, so wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? This, oh, you don't know the scandal. So Brian DeCaliwit went to go see it. Well, and I think he has a poster signed by you. Well, he saw it in like one of the five weeks. Um, five, I think it was five weeks, six weeks, something like that. Yeah, we um, we were going to go to, into Dodger Stages, which is now New World Stages, uh-huh. and like we were, they we took the summer off. And uh, we were going to come back that fall, and then it just fell through. Like the money was, yeah, the money, the money was gone. Mm. I think that's ultimately probably what happened. I don't know if we should keep that or not, but <laughs> um, yeah. This so is the, a non-definitive answer. So it mm-hmm. didn't happen, and uh, yeah, that was super sad. <laughs> that was super sad. What'd you do? Um, so that was I literally got that phone call from my manager uh, at the time, my agent, Johnny Katz, what up? He um, called me and he was like, so it's, I kept getting pushed back. And they're like, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And then, and I'm like 24, 20, no, no. It was five, 2004. So I was like 26. Um, and But I was still like, well, it's going to happen. Obvi- I mean, it's got to happen. This, it's special. We're, you know, well, it's sure, got to happen. Like, and so I was just like, oh, it's going to happen. It's fine. And then finally he was like, yeah, no, it's not happening. I mean, like, and I was like, and I was like, you mean like not ever? And he was like, yeah, like it's postponed indefinitely was the word. And was it cringe when it was happening? Or um, what was the feedback from? People were very into it, you know, and it got a lot of buzz and it was like, you know, they were good at, like, putting the marketing up for it to happen. I mean, there were posters all over the, on the trash cans in Hell's Kitchen. You know you uh-huh. made it when, you know. Good. We, like, did concerts and together as a cast. Yeah, well, come on. Right. You were there exactly. first. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, that was that. And so what did I do after I got the phone off the phone with my manager? I... <laughs> called my temp agency and said, mm-hmm. I'm available on oh Monday. God. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. So that's what happened. And, you know, thus has been the illustrious... Fast forward a few you. years, you book your Broadway debut. Yes. And how'd you get that? Legally Blonde, the musical. Love that. God, that show was so fun, too. Yeah. 
Um, such a fun, awesome cast and company. We like had <laughs> such a good time together. Um, how did I get that? I was doing an off-Broadway show with Christopher Gatelli and Kevin Smith Barefoot. And, and Nikki Slauson. And Nicole Ruth. Nicole Ruth. Um, they had auditions like kind of right before rehearsal started, and, um, and you just went in. I just went in and did that, and that was that was like such a rush and an amazing situation. Sure. And and then um, it was filmed for MTV, yeah. So anybody can go see that performance legally and in good quality. <laughs> that mess you just heard was Dana tripping over the squatty potty. Wow, that's right. Technically, it's not a squatty potty. It's a different brand because it just shoddy potty. <laughs> it just has a smaller footprint, and my bathroom mm. is tiny and weird. So sure. I saw it's a squatty potty at Bed Bath and Beyond the other day, and I was like, "Thank God I didn't get that. It's way too big. I'd never be able to like fit anything in there." It's a squatty potty with one T. Yeah, she's a petite potty, a petite squatty. Yes. Legally Blonde, Fierce, so fun. Um, I did Southern Comfort. That was a really fun, mm -hmm. amazing show. And to be able to do something so different. Oh, I did the tour. <laughs> I did the tour of Blonde. Right, but not as Enid Hoops. No, uh, no, I got to play Paulette. So that was super, super cool. That was really fun to be able to uh, place two such very, very different characters in one show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Your I was, entire... Oh, I haven't seen you as Paulette. Oh, girl. Uh, I, I, I got to pull up a picture. Friend of mine, a friend of mine... A I've friend seen of mine sent Relentless. A friend of mine sent me pictures oh, the real. other day because she had gone in a K-hole looking at pictures and she would, like sent me one of us in costume and then it sent me into a K-hole. So I started looking at pictures of like me and Van... Daniel, who played the UPS guy, God, I love him so much. He is amazing. He's such a wonderful human. And we had the best time doing, like, falling in love on stage together every night. I know it's so cheesy, but we really had oh, the best time fun. together. I love him There's so much. There's this great video of you on YouTube singing Ireland to a karaoke track at, like, a street uh, fair. Outside in the mall. overall shorts. Yeah. And, like, like, Chuck Taylors. Well, honey. Not that I've seen it. You know, choices, a choices. karaoke track moment. <laughs> but anyway, my point is, oh my God, I looked at pictures from there and I am giving you, I'm giving you a thickness. I'm giving you thick realness. <laughs> it, it's, it's so interesting to like, you know, kind of see that. <laughs> see a picture of yourself Pretty from so many years ago, thick. you know? I see what you're saying. Yeah. Anyway, it was We're very, talking, we're talking yeah. Oh yeah, girl. Oh yeah. And but I you see don't, you that. Don't like that, or did you feel sexy? Like I don't, I don't really follow. I'm just saying it's all the feels. Okay. I'm just saying there's a okay. lot of feels. Get it? You know, seeing a picture to like that. Um, I mean, no. Oh god, we don't have that much time. Come on. <laughs> I can pause it. You originated a role on Broadway. I did. How does that feel? Is that the dream of dreams? I mean, yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was, yeah, I mean, it was total dream come true. Was it a lot of responsibility, pressure? Did you feel like you had free reign to do whatever? Did you have guidance? What was your favorite part 
of your part? Answer all those questions. Uh, okay, I mean, yeah, was there pressure? Yes, I did not want to get fired. <laughs> this is my fucking chance to be on Broadway. Like, ah, oh my God, the dream is happening. You must nail it. It's, I mean, and it's Jerry. So it's Broadway, honey. It's Broadway. Full out, full out. You know, like he, you know, yes, yes. It was a little like, it was a little, you know, pressure and you were in a that principal. In that, that regard, contract. it was. It was originally to be an ensemble, right? But then equity came and ruled that it was a principal. So, what are the differences um, between those? Well, the differences are uh, how much. Well, I mean, the differences are the length of the contract. So, if you're an ensemble member, then you're pretty much like in the show for however long you want to be. You probably have an out, like four weeks or something like that, where you have to give them four weeks. And unless you do something like seriously terrible, like, you know, equity is, is it, it makes it hard for them to fire you. So that's, mm -hmm. that's a cute gig. You can thank you very much, Pat, being an ensemble track. And Kingy Boots works fine for me right now. You know, it's great. Thank you. Um, I love that track, the show, it's fun. Yeah. I'm having a blast. Um, but anyway. Whatever, Legally Blonde, originating the part. It was, yeah, but it was so fun. I mean, it was so amazing to be able to, you know, to... Oh, smart. Dana's turning off the air conditioning because we realized when we paused, we turned it on, and you're probably hearing it there you go. in your ears. Um, you know, to be in that room and to create it and to have Nell and Larry and Heather and, you know, Jerry and... Yeah, it was amazing. It was so fun. And they would come up with the new stuff. The material you didn't have to do the jump rope. Thank God. I mean, this was the thing. Jerry was like, every day rehearsal was like 10 to 11 was the jump rope number, which was like very cute if you weren't in it. And the first day I was like, okay, I can get there at 11. That's good. Um, thank you. She and I now. Um, but I, he opened it up. He opened it up and was like, anybody that wants to come jump rope with us, come jump rope. And I, I showed up. I did. What? I showed up for like three days. And the third day I was like, I'm out. Bye. Uh -uh, I can't. This just is horrifying. I, to this day. Makes me gently hate myself. And that's how I feel in every dance call. So, no, thank you. To this day, I want to learn that jump rope combination. Honey, get it. And trenches. Get into it. I want to, like, I'm dead serious. I will rent a space. I just need someone to come teach it. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah. No, it was very cute that I didn't have to do that in that number. But that was such a crazy fun number, too, to watch. And it was, it was, it was awe-inspiring to see everybody when they crushed it. And it was also hilarious and amazing to and see when somebody messed it. up. I mean, Ooh. when somebody, like, lost a rope. Because, like, it was also, like, <laughs> it was also, like, you know... <laughs> I don't want to say high danger zone, but there's a lot that could go wrong. Sure. It was very comp, you know, like it was, you know, everybody was super together and precise and you're jumping and you're hitting the same beats and, you know, it was a hard number. So shit happens sometimes and sometimes somebody's like rope would just fly out of one hand, but they'd still have the other one. My favorite is when that people would just like something would happen and they just, there was no way to get back in and they just bolted they just ran off the stage <laughs> and, uh, they did an ashley simpson i mean that that was my favorite was just when somebody was just like i'm out i'm out i'm out, out. yeah i mean but that's also my favorite all the time is when when shit happens um, oh yeah that's live theater so you never know 
My favorite, I mean, my favorite game is Rescue the Fallen Prop. If yes. there is a prop that falls on stage, I no longer become an actor in the scene. I become the contestant who's going to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to figure out how can I pick up Marcus's pencil. Oh, I know exactly when I can do it. And I'm just going to, and then I win. And I save Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Save Broadway. Yes, I save the play. You know, I save I the play as that. often as I can. What is your favorite part of Enid Hoops? And then I have another legally blonde oh question. Oh, my God. Enid Hoops. Hoops. Enid Hoops. I mean, please. Is it insensitively trained? Girl, why do I always have... Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. But why do I always have to do a rap? You always got a rap. Honey, I did the Peace Corps Can overseas. you do them back to back right now? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Six, seven, eight. I did the Peace Corps overseas inoculating refugees and family clinics that I built myself from mud and trees. I vowed to clean up their lagoons and save their rare endangered loons and let a protest march against insensitive cartoons. But now I'm on the legal track because this country's out of whack and only women have the guts to go and take it back. I'll make the government come clean and get more people voting green and really stick it to the phallocentric war machine. I Asserting love actual talk. scientific reason, he'll sense a leg in the hindquarter region, lifting the rear end, making it appear pert and ready for mating season. The most stressful parts of my show. In both of those Can shows. Can you teach us the Kinky Boots rap in a minute? Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I can. Asserting, actually, let's just like tell the story. Yeah, let's, let's tell let's the story the because really that's where all the answers lie. If we know what we're saying, then we can do it. You know. Is it written in the stars? No, no it's, it's on written the page. in the score. <gasps> that's right. No, there are notes and beats, and just follow the yellow brick road. So it's never lost on me, like ever lost on me, that every night I rap to my best friend's ass. On Broadway, Kevin Smith Kirkwood, I literally rapped to his ass on Broadway. He is the one that's bent over, standing right next to me, and I have to rap to his butt. And it's hilarious that I rapped to my best friend's ass. How are you always in shows with him? Real question. That is some beautiful divine luck okay. and, and intervention. Uh, we did, so we've sung backup for each other's cabarets, both of us. Um, we did Godspell Together. We did... Uh, He's How your to George Burns. Yeah, we did How to Save the World and Find True Love in 90 Minutes together with Chris Catelli and Nikki. Um, yeah, and now we got to be in Kinky Boots together, which was just amazing. And it's so awesome to have, like... I mean, I love the people in that building so much. Like, and we really have... I mean, I give Jerry all the props in the world. He is so great at picking like a beautiful company of people to work together. He is so smart about picking people that are fun and hilarious and down. You guys look like a company. Yeah. There are shows where like, mm, it doesn't look right. I think, it, I think it does read that we like each other, you know, and that we all have history. But we also, thankfully, it's been a really nice long run. And so we, those, those relationships are deep, whether you like it or not, you know, and there are some days that you don't. And so to be able to have my, that, like, that's my, family, I don't know what it is. to have my, like, New York best friend in the building with me, in the room, we go to the fucking fire pump room, I'll be like, dude, fire pump me during intermission, and we go in there and have a moment and let fire it out. Fire pump me? Yeah, we're at the fire pump room, which is in the basement, which is, there's a random scary shower, <laughs> there's a sink, and there's just a room that you can shut the door, and. I love shutting doors. Yeah. 
We'll all get together on Sunday. We're shutting the doors. Oh, do that anyway, anyway. It's merrily. Great. Does, doesn't mean I know it. We'll cut that part out. Um, <laughs> so you were going to teach us the kinky boots rap. Oh, God. In Am a I minute, really? Okay. And then God. I have a question. Really what? Really quickly. Okay, so let's just see what the text Great. is. Uh, I'm we'll respond. It's a call and response. Okay. Asserting actual scientific reason, heels tense the leg in the hind quarter region. So we're going to look at it scientifically. It's going to make your butt look cute. Lifting the rear and making it appear pert and ready for mating season. So the story we're telling is heels scientifically, the higher your ass and the more... Closer to God. Yeah, and the more baboon your pussy is out. Whatever. Great. Whatever that means to you. Uh-huh. A six, seven, eight. Should we do it all together, or do you want to call and response? Call and response. Okay. Uh -huh. Asserting actual scientific reason. Asserting actual scientific reason. Heels tense the leg in the hind quarter region. Heels tense the leg in the hind quarter region. Lifting the rear. Lifting the rear. And making it appear. And making it appear. Hurt. 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 And ready for mating season. And ready for mating season. Excellent. I mean, really nice. The hard part. Feel free to make it your own, you guys. Feel free to like just you know work those beats and make it your own. The hard part is. It's eight hundred times. The leg in the hind quarter region. The hard part. The hard part is is that it's eight hundred times faster than that, and it's in an accent. I'm saying actual scientific reason. But if anyone can do that. The hind quarter region, lifting the rear and making it appear pert and perfect for mating season. Pert and ready. I literally fucking say that rap in the basement of the Hirschfeld every day. Like I run it all the time. I know the answer to this question, which is why I'm asking it. You've had many a celebrity walk through the Al Hirschfeld slash Martin Beck through her doors. Most intimidating person you've had to do that rap in front of? Michelle Obama, for sure. Flotus, absolutely. Absolutely. I literally did that freaking rap. And right afterwards, my legs turned to complete jelly, and I was And that was scarier no than pulling the leather tight. But no. I mean, pull the leather tight is the other thing that haunts me. I mean, I Just know the truth, and it mocks me, is I pulled the leather tight. Like, that is belting an E in the clear every night, and that is, you know, oh, God. She had a challenge, but I figured out how to do it. Mm -hmm. But it's you, not always easy. It's how do you clear your mind so you're not thinking of Michelle Obama during the most important moment for you? I just did it, and then my legs fell apart <laughs> and didn't recover for, it's like... It's fine, but you just do it. Until, like, everybody say yeah. <laughs> when you had to, because you're on a fucking treadmill. Everybody say... Ooh. Everybody say yeah. Come again. Yeah, yeah. I've always been partial to pink. Always been partial to pink. I mean, haven't we? Haven't we all? I mean... When you got seven lives, you gotta serve it up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pat Spears. Seven? You have more than seven. Well, it's something seven. like that. I love Pat. I'd Pat like to shout out um, Tori Ross. Tori yes. Roman. Tori Roman Ross, girl. Yes. Um, Living dreams. I adore her. I do too. And I love the, the you know that she. You know that she knows Michael Hammerstrom. They're friends from Inter... No. They're, they're friends from mm, Interlochen, I think. Shut 
Oh yeah, they went to like. I was gonna try to hunt her down while I'm in San camp. Francisco this weekend. Also with Angela Gaylor, they were like fierce friends. So like that's. Yeah, I saw her do love it. Oh. On Halloween. Oh God, I ha I saw the video. Michael is so mad. I saw the video. I borrowed the video of her doing love it and lost it, which she is a was so. Yeah, yeah, she was amazing. She's amazing. Chloe's fabulous. And she loves a prop. She loves a fucking prop, girl. Pot, Pat is deceiving. She is I've seen always prop carrying with a mug, a, a bolt of fabric, a computer, a, a boot, clipboard. a clipboard. Uh huh. Um, I mean, freaking in this corner, I come out with a with a stool, a bucket, and a towel. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else is I literally, um, have I forgotten? No. I Oh, yeah, I mean, problems? just the other day, yes, just the other day, I was ready to go on for, right before History of Wrong Guys and didn't have my clipboard and had to, like, run to props and go get it. Whatever. It happened. It's fine. The story was told. Um, but... It's I mean, here. Yeah, the timing is sometimes one. weird when you have 18 props, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I work those props, honey. Thank Maybe. you, Tori. She set up a beautiful, cute track, and I love it. I love it. Anyway, that yeah, cute Tori, dress she's so great. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's a gift. That's a little gift. Mm-hmm. Have a little pied de in fucking Midtown. That's love amazing. Yeah. What do you do when you're not on stage? Um, it depends on what number it is and how much time it is. Because sometimes I'll just like sit backstage and chat. <laughs> Or sometimes we, Pat we chat. yeah. Or sometimes we go downstairs and have you know change clothes down there or whatever, and then it's either like hanging out with the girls or we're like on our phones or we're chatting or I'm getting to and see never pictures of Blair's baby every day and showing her pictures of Scampi and mm-hmm. they Facetime. Never back to the dressing room because it's four point seven. You know what Blair's Unless I like? leave something up there, I do not go back up. Unless I have the poop and count. We're hip, goddamn kids, too. She looks like Mara Wilson. Remember Mara Wilson, the little girl from Mrs. Doubtfire? No! Apparently, I am not in the Mrs. Doubtfire zeitgeist, because this is the second Mrs. Doubtfire reference in as many days, where I'm like, what's that from? And they're like, "Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire! I missed that. Wait, wait, wait. I missed it. You've, You've never, never seen, seen it? it? I mean, I think I've seen it, but not in a memorable way that I can tell you a single line from. Every line from Can you Clue. imagine her Halloween costume as Iphigenia Doubtfire? Harvey Firestein? I mean... We illegally downloaded it one night. We got really stoned and needed to watch... We Mrs. bailed on people. They're like, hey, are you coming over to bake cookies? We're like, oh no, you're welcome to come here, but this is how the night's going. We're what not coming over and what watching. Was the I know exactly what it's it the is. Greatest movie you went of all into time. the pantry because I said something. I was like, "Oh, he was like bitching the whole time," and you went into the pantry and said, "The whole time, the whole time, the whole time." I did. <laughs> oh, I did my Sally Field. And that we knew exactly. <laughs> I mean, time. I feel like I've seen it, but I'm also a terrible like movie watcher. You're, on you're horrible. You've never seen what was it? That, uh, Anything. Best in show. No, I've seen that. That's the dog oh, one. The dog one. Yeah, I've seen well, that. Well, that okay. explains it. She's seen the Queens of Comedy. But I've literally seen Clue and Dirty Dancing, eight thousand and Overboard, eight. I swallowed a bug eight thousand <laughs> times over. Right. Like overboard. I overboard, honey. I have intimate relationships 
with, with those, those films. films, including also, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, we've been friends seven solid years now. I've watched one movie with you, beginning to end. Yeah, and I'm sure we had to pause it. I'm sure we did. Why'd you pause it? I'm the worst. I had to buckle you in. (laughs) We started at five hours late. Didn't go to Planet Fitness. Well, sometimes. And it was all no judgment zone. (laughs) And it was all about Eve, and it's because Adina was like, "Girl." Oh, you had never seen it. I'd never seen it. I've never seen it. So yeah, we watched it. It was really good. If you're going to recline, will you recline this way just yes. so your mouth is closer? You can recline. Oh, that's fine. How much Kirk could a Kirkwood Kirk if a Kirkwood could Kirk Kirk? A Kirkwood would Kirk all the way to could Kirk if a Kirkwood could Kirk Kirk. Kirkwood. I mean, he really... Oh, you did that wrong twice. Well, then I'll have to cut that part out. <laughs> He's so great. Kevin's next door friend? Wait, ask your fucking question. He's the best. Is it the one that I think it is? Yeah. This is a segment we do with all of our guests. Okay. And you have to answer honestly. Okay. Or however you want. Okay. This is a safe space. Uh Uh-huh. No one is listening to this. Iris Rayner Dart might be listening. Iris Rayner Dart is listening to you. Hi. Hi, Iris. So happy to have you with us here today. What was your first impression of each of us? Ooh, that's a really good question. I mean, Dana was like love at first sight. I mean, that was that was an internet okay Cupid moment where I was like, well, she is gorgeous and we are the same. So hi, I have to write you. What's up, girl? So that was my first impression of you. Um, I mean, and we like fell in love over a buffalo chicken meatball at Jill Johnson's apartment because you were like so hilarious and funny and specific. And I just remember like peeing my pants with you, eating fucking meatballs all night and like peeing. Like that was that was it. So it was kind of love at first sight with both of you, to be honest. Um, because you both are, God, you guys are hilarious. And that you found one another shows proof that there is a presence and that the universe is not random and that they bring people into our lives who we need. Because the two of you are just... Um, You'll be with me. I mean, you like sizzle together, so cheers. Sizzle, it's vulgar, it's gross, it's dirty, and it's going to make you a star. Jennifer Lewis! Oh my god, that's Jennifer Lewis? 100%. Uh-uh. Her tits were so big, they would often be like. Oh my god, that is amazeballs. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. Um, Have you seen Hello, Dolly? (laughs) July 28th. I'm seeing it later this month. Right around my birthday, personal day, honey. Personal day. Great. Michael Hammerstrom and Liz Beth, we're going. He's coming to town. Oh, yeah, we're going. We're going oh to see Beth. We're going to fucking see Beth. It's going to be amazing. I'm like, very will excited. Will that be your first time seeing Beth McGill in your life? Yes, it will. Yes, it will. In a role which was my star-turning performance in 1996, 
at Mount Hebron High School in Ellicott City, Maryland. You're welcome. I'm very believed. We should have started with that. Honey, we should have, because I gave you a full Barbra Streisand accent <gasps> before the parade passes by. <laughs> no, no. No, for real, there is video, and my high school That's friends right. still make fun of me. Before the parade passes by. I don't know why it happened, honey, but it did. I was telling the story. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> did you Wait. cross your eyes a little bit? Um, I don't know, but my dad literally built me a passerelle. He did the I sets and continues to do the sets at Mount Hubbard High School. My dad does the sets. <laughs> what he is built me a passerelle, honey, and a staircase for his daughter. Seriously, what's up, Pete? What is your favorite blooper that's happened to you? I know you mentioned the jump rope, somebody just tapping out and running, but what are your onstage mishaps? What's your most mortifying? What's your favorite? What's the one where you just couldn't stop laughing on stage? I mean, that's every single day at Kinky Boots is can't stop laughing on stage because I'm surrounded by idiots. Like, I am, and idiots are my favorite people. Like, I mean that in the most complimentary way. I love a fool. I mean, clearly, I love the both of you. Like, I love a fool. Don't, like, don't take it too seriously, but then also be brilliant and live your best life. Um, so, I mean, I laugh in that show more often than I should. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, my favorite blooper, I think, at this point, still was there um, because I had to play that goddamn cello. And I never played a cello. And I was like, really? This isn't even like a piano that I can hide behind. It's literally in my crotch. I have to wrap myself around this thing. And there's like no, there's no getting around it. Get that Arco. Honey. And I remember having rehearsal with Damon for an hour or something because I was like, somebody please show me how to do this so I don't look like an idiot. Please help me. And um, so to make it so that it wouldn't make any sound, they didn't put the rosin on it. Right, because that's what makes it um, mm -hmm. make sound. Right, exactly. So instead, the bow is just this like fibrous kind of strings, you know. And I, honey, she was still learning. She was a work in progress. And I remember one night, I just bowed really low, like I just went down too far, and it legit got stuck in the frets. But it was stuck in the frets, girl. She was stuck in the frets, like it was not. <laughs> I tried to yank her and it was not happening. And so I had to just let her dangle there. And it, and yeah, so she a was. A dangling fret. Honey, fret not, she a dangling fret. Fret a Fret Miller. <laughs> but it was that kind of magical moment where literally we all knew what was up. Like I knew what was up, the audience knew what was up. It was a jig is up moment slash there's a track playing. Right. that I'm supposed to be playing to. And the track is continuing. And so literally, I don't know how this happened. And happen. you're singing, if you see me on Groundhog Day. Right, so I'm singing and having to play that fucking thing. And this happened, and there was that literal beat where we all were like, where all of us collectively were like, oh shit, <laughs> this is happening. And then I just let it dangle, and I plucked the rest of the number. And that was like uh, some kind of... Yeah, that was like some kind of divine, like, oh shit, okay, she figured it out. Oh, pluck, girl, you better do something. I mean, seriously, that was one of my favorites. <laughs> I love that one. That would have, 
that would make me quit. Is there one that just it, no, it was no, it was the best because we all realized it together. The audience was with me for the rest of the fucking show. Like yeah. they were right You're there. You're human. You're relatable. Yeah, it was awesome. Is there one that has mortified you that you just you still feel bad when you think about? Absolutely. It was you know the fucking nightmare came true after doing the show. You know I've done it now. I did a rough calc the other day somewhere. In the, this show, Kinky Boots. Yeah, somewhere in like the twelve hundred mark, I would say, like in and around. Mm-hmm. Um, with like vacations and stuff, and then I broke my freaking toe. I remember. Ride in a bike lane with your Be kinky careful. boot. With my fucking kinky boot, yeah, that I bedazzled so that <laughs> when I had to walk around with this little boot because of my broken toe, I could still represent. Anyway, um, yes, there was. Look, look. One of twelve hundred. <laughs> I gotta like. I gotta not feel too bad about it. Like I had to forgive myself. But there was a pull of leather type that will never. I will never quite forgive myself for. It was really terrible. It was. It the was worst. It's the. Uh, it was the worst thing I've ever sung on Broadway. And I mean, hey, look, I lived. I survived. I'm here to tell the tale. But yeah, that one will. Uh, that will haunt oh, me for. God. Haunt me for a minute. Because that also was like the nightmare coming true. You know what I mean? That that damn note. Oh, that's God. your big. That's a yeah. high one. Well, yeah, she high. Right. She high. And um, yeah, there was one night where it was like a crazy whistle tone back to a. It was. It was not cute. Did was, you then yeah. pick another point in that performance where you have a solo vocal line to like go above and beyond to prove like that was not regular? No, no. I Come mean not. Tomorrow. I mean not as far as riffing. Like I don't really riff in the show at all. That's right. all. That's all kind of set for what it is. You know. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't have any. I don't really do a lot of that. But um, no, because then I'm just like. Do what you do well and just do it right, sure. bitch. Like sure. pull it up and get that placement. It's not not it's not as much about like, let me try and like make up for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is some of that, but it is also like, but like now be on your placement game. Like get it. Like be focused. Sure. I mean, so one out of like twelve hundred was absolutely the worst thing. Ever. And were people dying? Or were they? Oh, girl! Were they there were two people you. on stage that are that are funny people and who I love, but their instinct was like to crack up with me, but I was not laughing. Like I was completely mortified. Uh-huh. And at one point, they were like, "Ha ha, that was hilarious!" And I literally on stage during everybody say yeah, looked at them with like tears in my eyes and was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like literally, oh, no. like I was not having it. Yeah, no. I mean, she was I mean, a gamble. Oh, but You're very funny. I, I would also probably oh yeah like, yeah 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 and and, uh, right? and I was able to talk to them later about it, but like literally it had just happened and I was the nightmare had come true. You know what I mean in flying colors. So I was it was a very hot topic for me. It was very hot feeling, and I was not in a place to receive the laughter because I was involved in my own <laughs> feeling sure. like shit about it. <laughs> Well, that same feeling of I, I'm gonna get fired. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was terrible, but I, I'm gonna have to fire you for that. You can't do that. I was good. Obviously. Um, we were gonna talk about something else. We were several minutes ago. 
What we there's still things on the note. Can you put Rhonda? Rhonda is I, off today. Can we talk about your shirt and the jingle that's running through my head? No. You have a t-shirt that says bring on the bubbly and it's very cute, but all I can hear in my head head is bring on the Hellmans and bring on the best. Anyone? Oh my god. I Anyone? love the jingle, yeah. Do you remember that one? Jingle. The mayonnaise. What's one of the jingles that lives kind of that you kind of bust out every now and again that lives in a Any very bad the Have you ever heard his jingle? He's written many a jingle. Give me one. Oh, that's the In My he Life show, all, right? Yeah. No, like, um, on any of his records, there's also there's always a jingle medley. Okay. And they're all of the ones that you know. Do you have a favorite? I think it's in the Hellman's one. Okay. I mean, I think... Whatever. We have to Google it. We could Google it, but we'd rather ask, who wants Barry Manilow? Who's a fan of love? Who? We're looking to you to ask. Is that maybe we could call Oh, that Bridget out? Everett, for sure. She's a fan of love. Oh, yeah, she's a fan of love. She's the she biggest. Oh, yeah, she loves him. John Hill, Ben Lilao. Because isn't that, wasn't that the In My Life show? Might one of them be awake right now to sing it for us? Maybe. Maybe. Do we shoot a text and Let me if shoot they a reply, text. we Let can me shoot a text. circle back? Um, I think Gotta Go, Gotta Go, Gotta Go is a classic. I think that's in everyone's. Gotta Go to Gusman's? No. Oh. Gotta Go, Gotta Go, Gotta Go. Right now, Gotta Go, Gotta Go. About when, like when you pee. Right, but what's the band? I don't know, but it's is that. It pull ups? Oh, no, it might be. Oh, no, it's it a, might it's, be pull ups. <laughs> no, it's a it's a thing you take to help with uncontrollable bladder. bladder. bladder oh. control? And I mean, I as far as like to go right now. Excuse me. As far as um, you know, hilarious Ew. songs and commercials. I love that freaking back to school. I love a Staples moment. Anyway, I love a school supply very hard. <laughs> But it's the most wonderful time of the year. But it's it's not it's Christmas. It's back to school. I love that one. But also, like one of my favorite in the pocket '80s, other than "Bring Out the Hellmans and Bring Out the Best." Other than that, is um, oh god, oh god, oh, I lost it. Here, here it is. Um, my favorite one is Mr. Bucket. What's that? The children's play toy. Where you put the balls in his mouth. <laughs> Continue. I'm gonna sing it as Britney Spears. I wonder why I didn't have this toy as a kid. <clears throat> Mr. Bucket, you put your balls in my mouth. Mr. Bucket, buckets of fun. That's literally the song. I am going to have a strong buckets response. Buckets of fun. Um, she's lower. I started a little too high. I mean. It's really a really, really good Britney. Thank you. Excellent work. She dragged me to a gay bar once where there was karaoke, and she did a Britney song what, as Britney. What's your favorite one to sing? In public. I like Toxic if I'm going to be... Do, 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 do. Like, I'll do that, too. If I'm going to be weird about it, I'll do Toxic. Get into um, that. But Eddie. Yeah. I like You I live like for her. Who doesn't? Who doesn't fucking live for Britney Spears? I don't think that I live for her. I can, it's just very easy for me to do it. Ooh. 
I live for her. When I was on tour, when I was on tour, there was a girl, I think it was in Virginia Beach, who was my dresser. I cannot remember her name, but she was so sweet. And she was working at my theater. She was my local person. And she toured with Britney. And we, like, you know, you get to know somebody over the course of a week or however many weeks or somewhere. And we chatted, and, like, that was our in, was that she told me that she was on tour with Britney. Like, at, at like, yes. And she gave me some of the details, because I was like, girl, tell me everything. I love her so much. Da, da, da. So right before she, when I left, um, you know, and she told me about, like, how they had to be sensitive, because somebody had shaved their head, and it was, like, a thing. Right? So she's giving me the dish. And, and we, like, lived for that. And so right before I left, she gave me a gift because she had worked on that show with her on one of her tours. And she gave me like a little juicy jewelry box with this like fabulous juicy ring that I have that's in my bedroom that like was a Britney, you know, costume jewelry piece. So thank you, girl. I can't remember your name. I think it's Shelly. Thanks, girl. I think it's Shelly. I think it's Shelly. She was so cool and young. She was a hip. She was awesome. Anyways. Give us a week, we'll take off the weight. Dexatrim. I knew it would come Let's back. Let's talk about it. Dexatrim. Talk about what you're doing. Oh my God. Girl, that's right. I'm not doing Dexatrim at the moment. If you want to talk about it. Yeah. Honey, Mama got a tax refund and saw saw Groupon and got inspired. The combination of Mama got a tax refund, so she bought herself a Groupon. Yeah, honey, that's what happened. That's how it went down. You better live on a cul-de-sac. Honey, that's how it went down because I was looking for a deal because, you know what, some people that I know in my life um, enjoy to get Botox, and they were talking about it, and they're like, yes, we went out, we had a whole day. Ew! (laughs) I'm sorry. The reaction was not to the Botox. Don't feel judged. The reaction was to, uh, you know, a sweaty exchange between... Dana, while Natalie was talking, quietly, because she didn't want anyone to hear, got up, grabbed my hand, and put it in her armpit. My hand is still wet. Well, but see... Perimenopause. If I I did that to you, you'd be dead right now. I would be dead. I would bleed. Well... Well, interesting dynamics of your relationship, for sure. <laughs> and, you know, I would turn the AC back on, but we... I thought Natalie said something that triggered her, and she wanted to, like, write it on my hand or something so that we'd remember to come back to it. With her sweat. Well, I wanted you to touch my sweat. That's not... Because it's, like, really bad. Groupon. Do you use, like, what kind of deodorant do you use? I can show you. I carry it with me every time. But what kind is it? Do you, does it have aluminum? Like, where are you on the fucking deodorant spectrum? Are you going to miss Michelle? Because that's a thing. I might. Spectrum. Yes, I might, Michelle Vasajevich. Yes, I very well might. Um, deodorant spectrum, formerly Time Warner Cable. I actually hate you so much. You are about to get a triple fade, a triple play up in your face. Seriously. Yeah, that too. That too. Honey, what kind of night are we having? You've got to be specific. What kind of night are we having? Words have power. They really do. They really do. So back to... um, Refund. Yeah, so tax refund. The girls, my friends, are talking about Botox. 
And I'm like, How well, old are they? Well, I'm not. I dare not reveal. But it's fine. It's all fine. Live your dreams. <laughs> Live your dreams and get your Botox. I'm not judging. Ugh, don't fuck that shit up, whoever she's talking about. But there was a part of me that was like, oh, I don't really need Botox. And I don't really need Botox. You don't. You don't. Um, so there was a part of me that was that, but then it got me. It, it made me ask the question, well, you don't really need Botox yet. Because where you are wrinkly, Botox doesn't do anything. You know what I mean? I have a little, like, neck moment. Botox is not. What fixes that? Anything? Other than, um, you know, SPF? What fixes that? Like a neck? I mean, yeah. you can do I mean, like I use what they did back in the day where they would tape shit overnight. Do they? You they watch daytime TV. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of commercials that Very are, like, for neck, neck cream. I don't really watch You can get on Pinterest and see what natural, like, cocoa oil. Coconut oil. Everywhere. Oh, everybody's living for that. Yeah. Thanks. Um, Anyway. Oh, so yeah. It did beg the question for me. Okay, if I don't want to spend my money on Botox. But if it made me think, hmm, well, if there is something that I could work on, what would it be? Um, If I could change it magically. And the answer is what it has been for decades, which was the fat! (laughs) The fat, get rid of the fat. And so I looked on that Groupon, honey, and I am doing a, you know, a, a fat freeze treatments where they go and they freeze it and in four to six weeks. Fat what does from that my mean? Walk me through it. What does that mean? So as far as I understand it, there are three different ways that you can actually get rid of fat. Um, if you get skinny, you still have fat cells. They just have gotten smaller. Right, but the fat cells are there, and they fat cells are the still there. And they exist. Also, people are need there. fat cells. They are, huh? <laughs> Fact of the matter: at hand, how do they freeze the fat cells? So there's three ways to get rid of them. You can have liposuction, which does not appeal to me. Um, you can, and you don't. What the? Fuck? You can like inject it, and then they die, or you can apparently freeze it because I don't know. Some crazy scientists figured out that. Kids who had less, I mean, it sounds ridiculous as I say it, but I, look, I bought it. I got the Groupon. I'm in. I'm in. I've had Once some treatments. Once you buy a Groupon, you can never go hey, back. I've had the treatments. We'll talk in four to six weeks. We'll see what happens when you we see the results. I've had some of them. There are multiple what happening. What do you do? What do you do? When you go in, what do you do? So, do you, you have, have to have to, You have to, no. What you do you do, wear? No, you just have do to you have go to shave? Um, okay. So, okay. Well, it's a whole thing. Um, so the idea is that you freeze them and that's how they, they'll die that way, right? Okay. Yes. So there's this machine. You have to go in and have a consultation. And he's like, okay, yeah, let's do this part. Let's do this part. And, of course, I totally got upsold because I literally was also like, yes, do it. And then, you know, my friend Jen Perry, I told her this, and she was like, I woke up thinking about that and laughing about that because <laughs> my doctor, who is very sweet, but when you went was, to your doctor, or is this a no? I went to the Groupon. I went to the Groupon doctor. Yeah, who is fabulous? It's a great insurance plan. Yeah, he's fabulous. Did you tell someone where you were? <laughs> he's fabulous. It's all good. Shout out, Doctor Dan. You're fabulous. So, uh-huh. I no, but you have to get assessed, and so you're standing there, and you're like, um, well, here is the part of myself that I feel the worst about. Check it out. You know what I mean? Look really closely. Right. And at one point he was like, well, so let's do this spot and this spot, and then we'll do over here. And then, like, let's just go. He turned around to my back, and he was like, 
Let's just get rid of the bananas back there, too. The bananas? <laughs> the sheets. The actual bananas. The and bananas. the bananas. And it, if you it, have, okay, this person, okay, Natalie Joy Johnson is skinny and a woman and like really hot. So if you have bananas, Girl. I have eggplants. Girl, so so anyway, bananas. It, 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 there's a part of me that's like, <laughs> that it hurt. It, bedside manner. I mean, there's a part of the, the there's a manner. there's a part of it that's like, oh, that maybe hurts my feelings, and then there's also a part of me that's like, that's also like hilarious. And I mean, I literally am coming you to to get my fat frozen off. Let's actually talk about it. I don't know, girl. Four to six weeks. Let's see how it goes. What was your first treatment like? Seriously, walk us through it. What does freezing it mean? So Are they, they literally it out? put no. They literally put these machines on you that get your that literally suctions your fat up into it. I have a picture. It's insane. Can we put it on the Instagram? I was definitely not. No, absolutely not. Maybe if we have a fierce after, we can do that. Okay, but right, no, right, right, not right. yet. You're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to wait for that. So it. Sucks it up. Like, it kind of suctions it like up, one of those and then it just is treated. Like really, it's like literally frozen for like forty-five minutes. But it, you don't really feel it because sometimes you'll feel like a cool sensation, but the machine is also designed to keep it so that you're not actually freezing and frostbiting and all of that. Right. So, so whatever. It's actually you're cold. No, you're I, not cold. Not really. No. But the thing that's crazy is once he takes it off. Um, he was like, okay, we'll go back there and touch it now. And I was like, ah, like it's freezing. Like my skin is so cold. So we'll see. I mean, TBD. TBD. Are you supposed to do anything on top of that? I mean, I'm sure like a sensible diet's always a good idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure that's always a... So to that I say, bring on the helmets and bring <laughs> on the best. <laughs> well, you're welcome. It's your shirt. Your shirt is doing it to me. Well, I got into it. <laughs> and that's not the only thing. Go, 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 da, Unlock your phone so I can see the note. My oh, I know, remember two, one. Two, three, two. Great. Um, no, everybody knows, girl. Question no for you. No question for you. Yes. There are seven very well-known dwarves. Famous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have my I have my initial response. Do I have to just say initial response, or should I think about it? Well, I'm, I'm I don't know. Go ahead. Pose the question. Pose pause at the query. If you were the eighth dwarf, like the swing that they let you go on in the parade, mm -hmm. what's my backstory? That's um, for you to decide. Like that's for me. I'm going to yeah. decide what your backstory. Um, what are what are what would your dwarf name be? What are the seven? Legis Sleepy, God. happy, doc, dopey, sneezy. Angry. Isn't there one? Grumpy. Thing? Thank Grump, you. Angry. And black dress. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh gosh. Okay. Well, this is like what's your housewife tagline, but in Disney. Exactly. Which you'll tell us after. Okay. You tell us your dream. I've never seen Housewife. What? That's Wait. Mrs. Fine. Fair. Fine. And that's my drag race. But Mrs. Doubtfire is one movie. Housewives are a revolution with multiple seasons. 
and cats. You want a revolution? I want a revelation. So listen to my declaration. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. Um, oh, God, what would I be? My initial thought was slutty. I mean, but I don't know. If I really want to, like, come up with, like, a fierce, like, drag name where you actually think about it in a clever way. No, I think the point way. of this is what I mean, initial... Slutty. Yeah. Slutty is the initial one. But then also I thought Queenie would be kind of fun. Or Queenie was a blonde and like, Get it. Get it, Julia Money. Live. I live. That's I right. Live. I was singing Mila Cusa and you cast it from Melissa. Well, because that's the one I love. I've always wanted. Queenie was a blonde and her age stood still. And she danced twice a day in vaudeville. Come on, that's so good. I love them both. I've always wanted those cast to get back together and sing the others. Ooh. Squirt. Jennifer Ashley Tepper, make that happen. Do that. Figure that out. Make a 54 below moment. Mercy. Seriously. I will actually kill you so hard. You are going down. Have you call your mother. Do what you have to do. Draw up the living will. You you kill me. You really actually do. I respond very you know that this is uh, you took this upon yourself. And you have entered at your own risk. And I actually can't with you. So, just that had to be said. And I know it's on the record. And you know what? I'm okay with it. I choose my choice. You choose I your choice. I choose my choice. Can we take a minute? Speaking of revolutions. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sex in the past is still I mean, happening. yeah, it's still happening. Did you just put in a lip? Yeah, I was feeling like Chappie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that your dwarf name? Chappie. What's yours? What's yours? Don't ever be Chappie. I don't know. I've never had to answer this question. Well, answer it. Pharisee. Oh, that's good. That's good. Or frenzy. I don't know. That's not answering the question. Shh. Okay. Um, maybe mine would be Slutty <laughs> Joy Johnson. That's good. Patty. Gassy. Oh, well, that's hysterical. Patty. <laughs> Scampy. Scampy. Oh, I should pick Scampy. Anyway. All right. So, yeah, that's uh, Sex in the City. It's the best. Come on. Which one are you? Mostly Miranda, a little Carrie. Yeah. A tuber tang? I mean, I'm a little... Well, here's the thing. It also depends. It's like when you're casting which golden girl you are. It depends on like what group of friends you're with, I think. Because yeah. there's some group of yeah. friends that I'm with that I could be... You know, I mean, let's be honest. I'm usually a Blanche. But I'm sometimes a Dorothy. And I'm some... Yeah, I'm sometimes, you know... But, so, it's hard because I think we're all shades. I think that's part of the thing that's so great about that show and, like, its writing is that you can find yourself in, you can see all of the characters' point of views, and, like, well, surprisingly, Charlotte will do something that you're like, oh, I relate to that. I mean, I used to really, really, really not feel Charlotte back in the day. But as I've gotten older and just life has happened, and also, quite frankly, after she poughkeepsie her pants, 
That's what changed it for me in the movie because I was like, oh shit, you are hilarious and you have been the whole time. I was just so taken aback by your like waspiness that I just couldn't connect. Is there a group of friends where you are the Charlotte? Mm. I feel like we all have the group of friends where we are the Samantha. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I don't think I'm the Charlotte. I think think I've any group of friends. I'm not the Charlotte. No, I don't think we are. I'm not a Charlotte. I definitely am not. I appreciate her, and I I have deep love for her now after she Poughkeepsie. But I'm definitely, and and then there are things that I relate to her about for sure, sure, of course. But I mean, no, she's too. She's too pretty. Group of friends where I'm the the richest. Blast the... She's just so young all the time. And she's so pretty. This is like what she looks like the entire time. But I Except also love Saturday her. Night. But I also love her. I mean, I really do. I think she's fucking great. But it took me a while to get there. Do you remember the very moment you came to my sister's wedding? Yeah. I really disliked the fact that... Oh, I think most people do. Really? Yeah, I think... Really? Yeah, like as a, an actual... I mean, it, it's... I just want to slap her multiple times. Because she's kind of annoying and soft and bald. Absolutely. She's so selfish. So selfish. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the sh- she's the narrator. The show is about her. It is. It's her point of view. And she is really, I think, a good blend of the other three girls who are so clearly sex pot. Shakespearean. Wasp born into it. Mm-hmm. Businesswoman. Mm-hmm. Career driven. Carrie, freelance. You have to be career driven to be freelance. You have to. Sure, she's slutty. She sleeps around. She's She has sex endlessly. Around endlessly. <laughs> I still don't know which one it is. It's M. No, it's M. S A T C. Yeah. 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 Um. And, you know, she's, she has money, even when she says she doesn't. She, uh, yeah, Carrie, people think she's definitely annoying, but she's also, like, fabulous, and part of it is she is so fabulous, and you're like, how do you afford this fabulous life when, you know, you're also kind of a mess? But aren't we all... Did the microphone pick that up? I said I was perfect in in every every way. Every single one. (laughs) No, it has to end. But how do you end it? Obviously asking where can we find you online? We know you hate Twitter. Right. Yeah, Twitter is not my fucking jam. But you are I barely Instagram, and let's be honest. It's all pictures of Scampi and come to this new show that I'm doing. What's your handle? So let me tell you about this new show that I'm doing. Um, NJJ is Relentless on Twitter and on Instagram. And um, that was the name of the show that John Hill first, uh, when we first like collaborated together where he kind of wrote and directed my show, um, we Relentless was the first one. And that was the title that we came up with. We were like, Natalie Joy Johnson is Relentless. Great. Then we could kind of like once you say that you can really be relentless and get away with saying whatever the 
so I loved that title. And um, and so, yeah, that was when I was like, oh, I guess I have to have, like, a social media presence. I just, it's not my jam. It, none of it is my jam. I like Facebook because I like to be able to, like, look at my friends, kids, and dogs, and families, and lives, and all of that, and kind of see what's going on in the world and what people are thinking and, like, you know, stalk a little bit. Like, I like Facebook for that. Um, Instagram is fine, but I don't take it, like, advantage of it. I mean, Scampi should be a giant Instagram celebrity. It's the biggest thing in the whole world. But it's like I, uh, I don't care enough. I know is bad. I know that's bad because it's no. 2017. But it's where I am, honey. So anyway, where I barely am is NJJ is relentless. <laughs> and then I'm on Facebook. That's where I am mostly. What's your website? NatalieJoyJohnson.live. Check it out. It's beautifully designed by the one and the only Stephen Farzi. I love my site so much. I can actually not say enough that like it literally turned out exactly how I had been like dreaming about it for it's years. Really it really is the best. Um, all the sparkles. There's a scamps page. It's so good. NatalieJoyJohnson.live. There are glittering cookie and cowgirl boots. There are. I just showed somebody the scamps page the other day and saw the boots on there and just laughed. It's so funny. I'm sorry. The website is genius. Please get Steven to do yours. Um, Where can we find you? Tell the listeners, well, first, tell the listeners why we had to go with NatalieJoyJohnson.live. Dot fucking live, which I guess people actually pronounce live, but live! It's like Tignataro when it wasn't live, it was live. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, because, again, I'm terrible and I should care about this, but I let NatalieJoyJohnson.com lapse. And so somebody bought it. I don't know. It was selling amulets for like birthdays for boys online in Japan. It was in Japanese. It was in Japanese. Um, it was, you know, I don't know what was happening, but they were selling these amulets for, for birthday celebrations. And we would go, we set reminders in our phones of when to go and check and see if, you know, if, if we could buy it back and so then we just, because again, I was like, oh God, I guess I find, twist my arm, I need a web presence. Dot live, let's do it. Dot dot org would be pretty hilarious too, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought dot org would be pretty great. Um, can we get that? Let's see if that's available. I got that Dom Budge fellow if he's available. We should definitely get, um, you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Ooh, that one was deeply rooted. Yeah, yeah, that's what you this deserve. This thing has roots. That's what you deserve, okay? That's what you, you get what you deserve. Maya ranking story. She wept, girl. Jesus wept. <laughs> signing a whole bunch of Joel's books for people. Um, I did Anne Rankings and I did Anne Rankings again. What do you mean did Anne Rankings? He signed, signed her book. Four, yeah. four books. Yeah. And started to do hers again and I'm like doing the check. I'm like, girl, you just did Anne Rankings twice. He's like, what do we do with this? I'm like, well, it's under two. He says, I know, this will be your pocket. 
and I got assigned to a nineteen and a half fifty. Well, that's the best thing ever. I mean, I don't know what happened to it. That's hilarious, and that's brilliant. And honey, that's the story that no one's ever heard. Well, I'm just checking in. It's one forty. I know you. <coughs> I know. I know you're sleepy. I feel like we could keep talking forever, but I feel like you have a lot, and there's a lot to be cut. Sure. Well, tell them what's on the menu. So that's where you can find Natalie online. And um, JJ is barely on there, but she is relentless. So. <laughs> relentlessly absent. Yep, relentlessly absent from Twitter and mostly Instagram. And um, relentlessly reappearing regular correspondent, our little Marielle Pantano. Correct. The podcast is produced by Dana Craig and Stephen Ferrazzi. We want to thank Jesse Wiener for the original music and Joel Wagoner for creating our incredibly stupid theme song. The sexy and tasteful photo shoot was hosted by our dear friend Kevin Thomas Garcia. We want to know who you are. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at In The Room Pod. Like us on Facebook, In The Room with Stephen and Dana. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast or have thoughts, feelings, impressions, and or concerns, email us at intheroompod at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, rate and review, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you next, next Tuesday. And remember to always podcast like no one is listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.